Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reignite Your Soul. I'm super stoked that you guys are back here. We have a super epic guest here, one of my amazing friends, Joe. And I actually met him in Columbia when I was there a few months ago. And I went to one of his Breathworks classes. And it was like a workshop, full day, like literally over an hour worth of breathing. And if you've not done a breathwork session before, I definitely recommend it. It's amazing. And it's so good. Like I found that I had such amazing like clarity, like it really helps you to get present. And it's pretty crazy, like the effects that you can have just from breathing. Like it's almost like psychedelic effects, which is super cool. So I'm super excited to have Joe on here. He has such a powerful story. And uh, he is like somebody who's so ambitious. And I really wanted him to have him on the podcast here today because I know that he has an amazing story and I know that you guys can relate to so much of what he has to share and I'm super excited. So thank you so much for being here with me today, Joe. Thank you for having me. Super excited. It's good to see you again. Good to talk to you. Um, yeah. Like Laura said, she came to my breathwork class. When was that? That was this earlier this year, right? Yeah. So we yeah. had a, a pretty cool experience, a pretty full on day of breathing. I think it was almost three hours that you breathed for, actually. I don't know yeah, if you remember. Yeah, it was, it was wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. Um, I've been doing this now for around six months, uh, uh, teaching. I've been uh, practicing breath work for much longer than that, maybe about two years. Uh, before I started breathing, I worked as a chef for about 12 years. And it was, um, it was okay. It was cool. But, like, as, uh, as you know, Laura, uh, and as many people know, it's not like when you're not doing something you're super passionate about and your heart's not in it, then it's just not bringing you that same level of fulfillment. Yeah. And um, I always knew that I wanted to be a coach. And then I kind of realized that I was pretty good at this thing called breath work that I've been doing for years. And I just never put the two together. And then once I did, then everything exploded. And uh, now I'm coaching people and people are making like big progress. So it's, it's a pretty amazing thing. That's um, awesome. And it's such a good feeling to be able to help people. So like going back to like, what was it that made you want to become a chef? Cause I know like for me, like I went to school for power engineering. Most people don't know that about me. I went to school for power engineering technician first, and then I graduated from that and then decided I didn't want to do it. Went back for paramedic and then worked like as a paramedic for three years and then decided that that wasn't for me either. And then got into doing the whole online world with coaching and entrepreneurism and stuff like that too. So what was it for you that kind of pulled you toward being a chef? Cause you have kind of a unique story with being on the yachts as well, which is mm. something that's like a lot of people look up to and it's a very sought after kind of thing, kind of like paramedic, right? Like it's, it's got some sure. perks for it. For sure. Yeah. So I went to a regular college, so this is UK, so you do college or sixth form before you go to university. And uh, I was never good at school. I like did not apply myself at all for the whole period, like the literally the whole time, like for how, like for 16 years, I did no work. <laughs> and I went to college anyway, because that was the thing that you do, right? And I was doing like business and theater, and I can't even remember what other studies, uh, subjects I studied. And I did a year and got really bad grades. And I was like, look, this is... Uh, this is not working. And I was watching uh, one of my favorite shows that I used to watch with my parents was Ready Steady Cook. So it's like a professional chef will come on the show and they'll have a, a guest, like uh, just a, some, someone from the general public, and they'll bring a load of random ingredients that they like and they give it to the chef and they don't see them before. And then they'll have to make a, a delicious kind of fine dining meal from all the ingredients. And I was like, maybe I could give that a go. And yeah. my, my mom was like, okay, well, uh, we'll sign you up for catering college. So I did that but it didn't start for about 
four or five months. And my mom was like, go get a job. <laughs> uh, before, and I went in for a job like washing up in some restaurant. They were like, oh, do you want to be an apprentice chef? So I just started. So I was like, yeah, okay. So I never went to the college and I started training in the kitchens. Uh, fast forward, you know, seven or eight years later, you get more experience, you get better. I heard about this yacht thing. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. You travel and you get paid yeah. for it. Um, and there's many other benefits to it as well. Uh, so I, I went on these boats and then uh, up until last year, I was, you know, working in Monaco, Saint-Tropez, Cannes, traveling around the world, floating, floating around the world, if you want to call it that, <laughs> on, these big bot, on these big boats. But uh, for me, I, again, I was never super passionate about it. It's just I didn't have that belief in my mind that I could do anything else. And once I was a chef for so many years uh, before I, and then I started getting into personal development, it was just so ingrained in my mind as that that was part of my identity. Because mm-hmm. people started calling me, hey, chef, what's up, chef? And yeah. it all the time. And then it says chef at thingy on my Facebook page. And and you start getting quite good at it. And you're like, well, yeah. this is what I should do. Everyone's like, oh, you're such an amazing chef. And you're like, okay, well, I should probably do this then. Mm-hmm. But really, I just, I didn't really ever love it. Uh, I loved eating, which I still do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me so too. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good way to have access to good food regularly. <laughs> yeah. But, it's funny um, how you said um, about watching that show with chefing because – that was actually like when I, um, after I did power engineering and before I was going into uh, paramedic, I was watching this show. I don't know if you guys had this over there, but it's called Chicago Fire. And it's just like, kind of like a drama show and it's got like the fire department and then the paramedics. And I always saw the paramedics on there and I was like, man, that would be so cool to do. And that's why I went into paramedic too, because I saw it on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> and then when yeah. it came time to interview time, when I'm like getting like, um, like interviews for getting a job as a paramedic, they're like, why do you want to be a paramedic? And I always struggled with that question because I literally didn't want to say to them, well, I saw it on a TV show and it looked super fucking cool. Right. Yeah. But like, so like, you're trying to like, think of like this, like super like deep answer, like I want to help people and all these things, but it like, it never mm. seemed like very authentic to me. And I felt like, it wasn't until I got into entrepreneurship that I could fully like express myself like fully. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, people don't always realize like when stuff's glamorized on television, like there's so many TV shows for chefs yeah. now, Gordon Ramsay, JV yeah. Oliver, master chef, all this, uh, different kind of stuff. And like, what well, the reality is it's fucking hard work. Yeah. It's really hard work. Yeah. Like when, when I would go on these yachts, you're not having a day off sometimes for 90 days or more, like, wow. and you're working 16 hours plus a day. Mm-hmm. So you're cutting into your sleep and then you don't have time to, to sort of uh, replenish and protect your own energy. Like, right. you, you, like you go to bed and you wake up. Like I used to keep my whites on. So I'd have a shower at nighttime, put fresh whites on, go to sleep. And then I'd wake up and then to start cooking. And wow. I'd literally get out of bed and go into the galley as it's known on a boat and just start working. Wow. So, but then people see my Instagram and they're like, they see a little Instagram snap of yeah. me on some secluded beach somewhere in yeah. the Mediterranean. And they're all like me sliding down a water slide or riding a jet ski, which yeah. you, can, you know, some of this stuff does happen, but they don't know that I've worked for like three months straight with no day off and yeah. I'm just dead. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, like there's always like perks, like there's always good things and bad things to like what somebody's career is. But I think like, I don't know, maybe you agree with this, but like, the time freedom and flexibility like when you're working for somebody else like you're always abiding by their schedule and what to that so like you see like the good things and the bad things but what was it that kind of like and you mentioned like when you got into personal development like what was it that kind of prompted you getting into personal development 
And then what was it that prompted you to kind of like see that bigger vision for yourself and becoming an entrepreneur? Cause I know you said you had that kind of that feeling in you that you always wanted to be a coach. For sure. I mean, so it like, it was that thing. I, I think I got into personal development around 2004. And I, I started watching, uh, I can't remember exactly how I got into it, but I saw Ty Lopez, probably saw his ad on on YouTube or something. This guy's like, read books. I'm like, oh, I've got to read books. Oh, I didn't meditate? What's meditation? <laughs> so I started doing all this stuff. And then I started following other YouTubers and I was seeing, getting all this amazing advice. And it's just this whole new world opened up to me. And uh, I read like The Power of Now. Nice. I think that was one of the first books I actually read as an adult because I, I never read before that. And that just blew my mind. And I had like a bit of an aha moment and kind of woke up and over time it changes you a lot. But it was, yeah, it was always a pipe dream for so many years. And I used to, I was kind of like a bit of a fanboy, I guess you might say. Mm -hmm. And I really looked up to all these like YouTubers and coaches and stuff like that. And I used to buy their courses and and learn from them. But it, 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 it was, even though I would love to have done it, it was never for me. And then, uh, it wasn't until, many years later that I just kind of realized like you got you're not you're never gonna feel like fulfilled unless you take yeah. action and do this for yourself yeah. um, but you, you can kind of only do it when you're ready you know so that's kind of how I view it is like before that if I tried I probably wouldn't have been ready mm-hmm. and I started I started other businesses on the side I mean uh, one of the first things I did was, was like nightclub promoting okay uh, in London so I used to work as a chef in London, but it was like Monday till Friday for this bank. Uh, so I had the weekends free, which was pretty rare. So I used to like go out and they'd pay, like I'd bring people to the nightclub and like have the bottles on the table and all that stuff. And then, you know, I had a clothing company where I used to sell chef's clothing online. But the, the problem was with all that stuff is it wasn't something that I was truly passionate about. Yeah. And it was almost like I hid away this like part of my personality because I built up this identity of one being a chef someone who like maybe goes out parties and does all this kind of stuff. Uh, and then it was like all this breath work and like spirituality and kind of stuff is almost, I was like almost ashamed to like show it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I really stepped into my own lane and started and kind of got over that fear of what other people might think of me that like mm-hmm. things really started to happen much, much faster for me. That's awesome. And that's and what it's... I'd encourage people to do is just like, no matter how weird it is and you'd like, or if, and people don't know about it, you just, do it anyway exactly like, yeah it, like after a month of like if you start posting stuff about your journey like you won't care anymore mm-hmm. yeah and we're all like just doing the best that we can with the information that we're given like we see this vision for ourselves and an opportunity comes up and it might not fit all those tick boxes that you want but it has some of them so it's like you try it out and then you take what you love with it and then keep moving forward right like you had aspects of it but like it didn't fully fulfill you and it's all about like not settling Exactly, and like just yeah. keep moving forward and know that you can achieve like literally everything that you want because we're told so much in society that like you can't have everything that you want or it's too good to be true or that um like that you're just not good enough to have it or it's impossible to have like this fairy tale life but like mm-hmm. i know like our generation like we're proving it wrong like we're showing totally. how like technology has really like helped us out in that <laughs> in our dreams and ambitions thank section. you science thank you <laughs> thank you science thank you technology Cause like it's allowed us to be able to like actually pursue things. And now it's like our generation is breaking free of those limiting beliefs that our parents and society has placed on us in saying that we aren't able to achieve these things. Um, mm. So it's so cool. Like you always like, when you look back, it always lines up. 
but when you're looking forward, it's always messy as fuck. <laughs> like it's always like, yeah. I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm just doing the best that I can. Like it might look good on the outside, but like if you knew what was going on inside of our heads, it's like, it's never pretty. And I think people don't actually see the internal world. They only see the external world. Cause exactly. obviously what's going on in our head is super intimate to us. Like you just don't share absolutely everything. It's impossible. You have literally like 70,000 thoughts in a day. We can't yeah. spew that on everybody all the time. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, keep going forward, keep pursuing like all of those dreams and stuff. And how was it that you ended up in Columbia? I think you told me this when we chatted, but I don't even remember. So it wasn't supposed to happen, right? Yeah. So I, as like you said, like just keep going. So I think one of the most important things for people is just to start like my, my, like, like my USP, my selling point and like all this is changed so many times because I did not feel ready to start this business, mm -hmm. but I started. And then like now fast forward, it's, 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 it's more of a refined thing. And then yeah. in a year's time, it's going to be much more of a, a beautiful sculpture. It's like you're chipping away at it every yeah, day. Totally. But last year I was working on a, on a yacht and, uh, I found that whenever I fall out of alignment, something kind of like bad would happen to me. So it's like, I actually, I moved to, to Barcelona. I started a business. Um, it was doing like meal, high quality sort of meal prep for entrepreneurs. So I was like delivering like these like macro meals to people's houses, uh, but like restaurant standard, that was like the little nice. niche, right? So, um, and then my old boss called me and he was like, Hey Joe, um, He's like, we're just going to do a two month cruise around, around Spain and the Mediterranean. Like, are you available? And I was like, ah, I've got it pretty good here. I'm in Barcelona. It's amazing. Um, I don't th I think I'm going to stay. And he was like, I'll pay you double your salary. And I was like, okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I fly out, I fly out to, to uh, Mallorca. Um, oh, sorry, Corsica. It was Corsica, uh, which is part is uh, an Island off the coast of Italy. So I fly out to, to Corsica to start this two month thing. And on the last day of the season, so I, it was good money. I saved up all this money in just a couple of months. I broke my leg. I snapped my, uh, I forget, tibia in two places. Uh, got crushed by a hundred ton yacht. Jesus. And because I'd saved up this money, I was like, I, I just have this urge to go to Colombia. I wanted to, to experience ayahuasca and the plant medicines. And this, mm -hmm. this was all leading up to like me really trying to find out what it was I wanted to do. That was mm -hmm. my intention with the plant medicine. Uh, so I'd broken my leg and I was like, the doctor was like, you can't travel. Like it was, it was like 10 days later, I think the flight after oh, it geez. happened. And I was like, I'm good. I was like, but could I fly? And he was like, well, I guess technically, but like, I really wouldn't recommend. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love it. So I, I ended up, I'd already had this uh, retreat booked for my friend in Spain. We booked a log cabin in the mountains in Spain. So I, I got flown back to England. Uh, and then I got all these meds and stuff like that. And then I flew out, I flew back to Spain three days later and I did a seven day fast with my friend oh, with a broken nice. leg. And again, the doctor was like, that's just such a stupid idea. Like, don't do that. Like you need to eat more calories to help heal your leg. And I don't have any science to back this up, but in my head I was like, if you're fasting, then like maybe my body will be like super relaxed and I'll go into ketosis and I'll be in this beautiful, peaceful environment. And then maybe my body cause will have more energy to heal my leg. I had no science mm -hmm. to back this up, but I'm not exaggerating in that week. Like the pain reduced by about 40, 50%. Yeah. It's cool too. Um, like I know I, like I do intermittent fasting too, like up to 48 hours. I've never done a week before. But like animals and different things, like, like when dogs are sick, they, they don't eat. And it's because when they don't eat, there's actually, um, it's called autophagy. 
and they're basically yeah. like Pac-Man cells and they'll like literally eat the dying cells and then your body is able to actually regenerate and create new cells. So it's cool. And like so many people don't understand like the benefits of fasting too. It'll be another podcast episode, but like, yeah. yeah, I love how you did that. And it's crazy. Like listening to doctors and stuff. It's like, take what they're saying, but understand that they also don't know everything. So get multiple opinions and also use your own intuition. Like exactly. If yeah. there's something said with, with what's inside of you and that voice inside of you, because really at the end of the day, it knows what's best. And a lot of us, our brains are too noisy to actually be able to tap into what the heck it's saying. And exactly. like, listen to it is like, the key thing I think to life we all just tapped more into our intuition I couldn't agree more yeah and it was that was what my intuition was telling me it was like you should you should go like this will be a good thing for you so I was like I'm just gonna do it like and doctors like I have total respect for doctors they're amazing but they are just people they don't know everything yeah um so anyway I go do that and then I come back to England so it's like more flights and then I and then I go to Colombia luckily I have my very good friend with me and he helped me carry my my bags I was on crutches with this huge oh like 20 kilo bag like like yeah. a, a big shoulders by the end <laughs> yeah no doubt but I went straight to a to an ayahuasca retreat with a with a broken leg and uh it was it was life-changing that was good what gave me my first kind of uh, experience I guess you might say in, mm -hmm. in to kind of seeing what it was that I should be doing because I yeah. do believe that there is something that we can all like either have an affiliation for like we're really meant to do something mm -hmm. but i think in order to discover that like you said there's so much noise like it's so hard to tap into your intuition so what yeah. you can do you know, like i mean through breath work as you know or through plant medicines is you can have an experience of getting out of your own head mm -hmm. and then that can either whether it's like allowing you to kind of truly know from in here or you're getting access from something else that you don't yeah. always have access to like mm -hmm. you definitely can have a clearer idea of what it is that you're meant to do. Because I yeah. think a lot of people are lost. They're like, I want to do that thing. I want to make money online. I want to do that thing, but I just don't know what that thing is. Exactly. So yeah. start to have these experiences and you're going to start to get a clearer and clearer picture. Mm -hmm. And it will happen. If you, if you do the work, it will come. It might not come straight away. It might be frustrating, but it will come. Yeah. That's for sure. It's cool too. Like seeing the difference between like the plant medicine. Cause I did like ayahuasca, Bufo and then Yopo, which are all like different, but kind of similar. And then I was very surprised when I did my breath work session with you, how like you could get into like almost like a very similar, like when I came out of that experience, like I remember like, I'm not a crier, like I never cry. And I was bawling like a baby. <laughs> like I was like literally crying like a baby after it. And it's like, we have so many emotions that are trapped inside of us that we need to release and like doing things like this is super cool. And what I loved about the breath work is that like with plant medicine, once you're in it, you're in it. So there's definite mm. benefits to that because there's no escaping it. It's like, yeah. it's an amazing deep dive into your soul's purpose and like literally like getting deep in there so that you can't run and hide because humans are, once we get into the, like, like to pain, we automatically want to re retreat and go somewhere else. Whereas that, like you literally, had no choice. Once you're in it, you're in it. So then you work through it. And it's amazing, like the strength that you actually find out within yourself of what you can actually get through and, and be able to get through with your, like just yourself, because it's just you. And then with the, with the breath work, what I loved about it was like the feeling that I had afterward was so much love and like gratitude for literally people, humanity, life, very similar to one of my Bufo experiences. But the cool thing with breath work is that it's very controllable. Like you can control it. Mm -hmm. So I think for somebody new coming into this stuff, 
breath work is a lot. It's kind of like, I would like to think that like, it could be like a stepping stone to kind of build on your spirituality. Like you could start with meditation and then breath work and then work your way to the plant medicines or just do what I did and just like had no clue what I was getting into and did ayahuasca for the first time and like had an amazing <laughs> like freaking crazy wild ass experience. But like, I love that about breath work because especially the way that you do it, it's a very like in person, it was incredible. Like feeling the, the community and like the energy of just the other people and knowing mm. that you're surrounded by other people that are also on a growth journey and just getting to do the integration process afterwards of sharing your experiences and being open and vulnerable because as a society now, we just shove things down and we think that we're different or that other people don't have these similar opinions. But when we actually open up our mouths and share the things we've gone through, there's so many people that have gone through the exact same thing or similar things and we can relate on totally different levels. And then all of a sudden you don't feel alone anymore. And it's exactly. like so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome, awesome thing. Definitely that sense of community. I like what you said. It, for me, breath works like this nice, I don't, maybe this isn't the best word, but middle ground because plant medicines take a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. You also have to be in the right, find the right environment. You probably have to go there and do that, but mm -hmm. you can have just as profound experiences through breath work. And it's not like, like you said, you're not, you've, you're not at the beck and call of that, that thing that you've taken. Because mm -hmm. it's like, like you said, it's just you're 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 completely like with it. Then you have to go through exactly. that experience where breath work is, you know, a bit more relaxed, but you can still get just as profound insights. And it's mm -hmm. more kind of uh, sustainable, integratable. You can do it more regularly. Yeah. Like maybe if you do an ayahuasca retreat, you might need months. You might even need years to before mm -hmm. you're ready to do it again. But breath work, you can you know do it once or twice a week. Yeah. Like a like a like a psychoactive session, and then mm -hmm. you're like you'll still get really good results so that's kind of why i love it yeah and i love how you've been doing stuff online too because like right now for anybody listening right now with all of the um, isolation stuff going on like joe's doing them online so you can actually like do them in the comfort of your home and it's it's cool i know you're explaining this to me before but like there's pros and cons to both like when i did it in person i've done it now both in person and also kind mm. of at home but like in person it's a lot like you have to work with other people. So it's like, there's other people there. So you have this fear of judgment of like, Oh, like if I'm crying, like at that point, like I didn't really care. I was just like, whatever, we're just letting it go. <laughs> but like you do, you have that thing, like people are looking at me, whatever. Whereas when you're at home, then you can literally just be in this safe place where you're by yourself and you don't have to worry about crying or doing these other things that like kind of come up during it. And you're able to release a lot with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely pros and cons. Um, but yeah, like you said, online, I think is, is great because whether it's plant medicines or in-person in breast shops, you have to travel to somewhere, you have to find it, you have yeah. to do all this stuff, but you can literally just, if you've got a Wi-Fi connection, uh, and you can just do it from the comfort of your own home and you can still have great results and amazing benefits in, mm -hmm. in less time as well. Yeah. In just, in just an hour in 40, in 40, like we did 40 minutes the other day, right? Yeah. We had about 20 people on the call yesterday. And like pretty much everyone had a profound experience in 40 mm -hmm. minutes of breath work. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's right there. It's very accessible guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so cool. So what's your vision for yourself and like moving forward? Like what is the impact that you want to have? Obviously breath work is something that is so, so powerful for humans to start experiencing. Cause I do truly believe that we are very um, spiritual beings and over time we've kind of regressed in our spirituality um, so that just cause we're so busy, we're so stressed that we don't have time to actually be in our inner world mm -hmm. often. 
So now like there is this shift, especially with all of this happening. Like I'm a big believer that this whole isolation thing is going to be something that is going to project us into this place of actually being more in tune with ourselves and following more of our passions instead of just following the money. Because the cool mm. thing is when you follow the passions, the money follows because everything's energy. So what's yeah. your thoughts on all that? And what's your vision for the future? Well, I, I agree with what you said that like we definitely lost that spiritual connection. And the breath itself is, is a very sacred spiritual thing. Like uh, in India, like, you know, prana, you put it pranayama, kundalini, all this different kind of stuff. Like uh, the breath is the, the sacred essence of life. Mm -hmm. And it's the same in, in China with chi. They had, you know, it, the breath is like uh, this very beautiful kind of godlike uh, existence thing. And um, also in ancient Greece, they had words for this in many different ancient societies. And it's only in literally modern day Western culture that the breath has been reduced to just like this mandatory uh, physiological function. Mm -hmm. But it's so much more than that. that yeah. um, and with hyperventilation, uh, it's kind of just like a condition, right? And something that shouldn't happen. But ironically, if you breathe in certain ways, it kind of allows you to access these unordinary altered states of consciousness where sort of quite profound healings, healing uh, processes can happen, as you, as you well know. Mm -hmm. um, so I really want to kind of... I guess reignite that kind of connection with the breath with everyone and the, and the spiritual aspect of it. And I just want to, I want as many people as possible to find out about this stuff because one thing, I mean, I do, I, I mean, I love plant medicines. I'm an advocate. I love all the kind of work that you can do on yourself. But what's really cool about breath work is um, it all comes from you. You don't need to like take, take anything or consume mm -hmm. anything in order to have a profound change. Mm -hmm. So it gives, it gives people back their power. Yeah. They're like, I can do all of this just by breathing. Mm -hmm. Like what? Like, yeah. and I always say like in, in a health aspect, um, people always say like, Oh, how do you be healthy? Well, they'll start talking about diet. It's probably the first thing. And then they'll talk about exercise. Uh, and then they might mention water. But if you look at it the other way around, it's like, how long can you live without food? It's like, depending on your belief system or like, you know, potentially weeks, maybe even months, right? Mm -hmm. How long can you live without water? Probably like a week or more, who knows? Probably something around then. Uh, and then how long can you live without breathing? Right. Like what's, the, what's the record? Like 18 minutes or something, which is like way higher than what most people could do. It's probably yeah. like four or five minutes or something like that, maybe a little mm -hmm. bit longer. So it's like, how important is the breath when you look at it like that? Yeah. And I could tell a difference when I started doing the breath work. Like when I first started doing it, it was almost uncomfortable to breathe deeply because it's like your alveoli and like all the little things that are at the very bottom of your lungs, you're never actually getting like, it's all just trapped air. Like you're not actually breathing fully down into it. And now when I do it, like I can take like a full deep breath and it's like amazing. Like I can only imagine the health benefits that come with it too. Cause like it helps with your alkalinity of your body. It helps with so mm -hmm. much just by breathing. Oh my word. Like the, the list of benefits is like crazy. Yeah. And there's different benefits from like, as you know, I, I do a couple of different types uh, or well, several different types. So there's the stuff we've just been talking about, which is like the psychoactive stuff. That's like the really deep, powerful breath work that you need to have someone help to facilitate. It's done with music and in a guided setting with me. Um, but then I also teach all these daily rituals and practices and stuff like that, which have a whole, array of benefits as well like your autonomic system helping with your parasympathetic nervous system like helping with uh, your lung capacity your cardiovascular core strength um 
thyroid function, you know, like decreasing anxiety and stress and reducing yeah. cortisol and like increasing uh, your cognitive function, marriaging the left and right hand side hemispheres of the brain. And like it just, the list just goes on and on and on. It's, it's, it's incredible. You really can change your life through, through breathing, which is crazy because it's just something we all do constantly anyway right? <laughs> but conscious yeah. breathing can change your life it's so true and like i love how to like on your instagram um you can follow joe at like breathwork coach on instagram and he's very good like he has so many like um, igtvs and different breathwork stuff that you can do right from home so this is all stuff that you can start implementing into like you guys know like i'm very big on morning routines because that's like a time before we get into our day of doing everything for everybody else, like take some time for you. And the breath is an amazing thing to add into what you're doing into your morning routine. So he has lots of stuff on his Instagram um, where you can like learn different breathing techniques and practice them and kind of start working it into what you do on the everyday, like everyday life. Absolutely. You can have like crazy results with just like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, like who, do, who, who has, who doesn't have 10 or 15 minutes in the morning? Yeah. And it, not only that, but if you know certain techniques, you can just like, if you're feeling stressed or something throughout the day, just give yourself a minute. You can just sit there and just do literally like, I teach something called the one minute breath, which takes, believe it or not, one minute. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just do the one minute breath and you'll just notice your anxiety or stress just drop in literally a minute. What it's does it look minute. like? What is the one minute breath? So you want to... Ideally, you want to do a minute if it depends on like your lung capacity and stuff like that. But like the goal is one minute. Like it's very easy for me to do one minute now. But um, ideally, you want it once looks 20, 20, 20. So the inhale takes 20 seconds. You hold for 20 seconds and then the exhale takes 20 okay. seconds. And it's all done from the belly. So as you inhale, your belly's going to expand and then you hold the breath. And then as you exhale, the belly's going to contract again. Mm -hmm. And you, you close your eyes. You can just do it sitting down in your chair. So if you ever feeling a bit overwhelmed or something, you can just do like even one round if that's if you literally have no time like who doesn't have a minute yeah you could do it when you go to the toilet for example mm -hmm. like it's 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 so sustainable and it's just a little tool that's always there that you always have that's going to make a huge difference to your health and well-being yeah and i like so too how you mentioned like from your stomach because we're very used to breathing with our chest i know yesterday you were explaining like when you breathe with your chest like you, maybe you could explain like when the difference between breathing with your chest and breathing with your belly yeah, so breathing, generally speaking, with your chest is a learned behavior. If you look at babies and children, mm -hmm. when a the baby's there asleep, looking real chill, you see their belly going up and down, and they'll be breathing through their nose. And there's many different benefits from breathing through their nose. Sometimes, when it's deliberate, breathing through the mouth is good. But normally speaking, we'll breathe shallowly through our mouths. So you're breathing through your like in your chest and through your mouth. So that's bad for a few reasons. Well, number one, you have panic in the top of your lungs. You have panic receptors. So you start breathing through your chest like that, then it sets off your fight or flight system, which puts like uh, higher levels of cortisol in your uh, in your bloodstream, high higher beta wave brain states, which is like when you're really stressed, like it's, it's for like biologically when you're supposed to be running away from an animal or something like that for like very short periods of time, it's very useful. But yeah. like now, now we're being stressed for, for days or, or weeks or months or even years. Our life. And then <laughs> like literally life, life. Yeah. And it's like, we wonder yeah. why people are having heart attacks and stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's, it's really, really bad for you. And yeah. generally speaking, when we breathe through our mouth, it's, it means it's associated with more emotional breathing. So 
you start to breathe through your nose deliberately and breathe through the belly, you start to retrain yourself uh, to breathe healthily, which is much, much better for you. Also, the nose is like a filtration system. So if the air is like a bit warm or a bit cold, before it can be processed around the body, the, the nose will either warm it up or cool it down. It, it also filters out the air, so the air that you breathe in is slightly cleaner. We also have something called uh, nitric oxide in our nose, which is like, it does many things in the body. I'm, it's not, I'm not super scientific, but the way you can think of it is like Viagra for the whole body. So mm. you can really, really have some benefits from just, just breathing through your nose consciously. Yeah. It's like not even a technique. It's yeah. just learning how to breathe properly again. Yeah. It's cool stuff. Definitely really cool. That's awesome. Um, okay, another question for you. So when you go through a funk, when you're feeling down, because this happens to every human being, everybody goes through their ebbs and flows of life, even people that like are very successful, and I always love to share this too, because it's like, at, at, we're all human beings, we all go through the same emotions, like happiness, sadness, extremes, like it's just about how we navigate them. So when you find that you're in those kind of low states where you're unmotivated, where you're not like feeling your best, what are the go-to things that you do to get you out of that? First of all, I think that's a really important thing to say because like sometimes when people see you online and all your posts and stuff, they're like, well, you're perfect. You don't have any of these yeah. problems I have, but it's not true. Like everybody, even coaches like have, have times they struggle. I actually had a really bad day on Friday and it was weird because it's the longest time in months that like, uh, I didn't manage to get myself out of that funk for like most of the day. And normally if I do now, it's very fleeting and it lasts like five, 10 minutes because I know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But one thing we have to remember is like uh, with our ego mind, it does not care if we want to change our state because if the state that we're in currently means that we're surviving, that we're alive, then there's no need to change that state. Exactly. So to, uh, there's a certain part of us that doesn't want us to change. So like when we're in a bad mood, even if we're really not enjoying it, part of us like wants to stay in that bad mood. Mm -hmm. It's also an excuse you can blame at external uh, people or situations or whatever. And I found myself doing that on Friday. But generally speaking, if you change the breath, uh, you change the way you feel. And if you change the way you feel, you change the way you think, then you're out of the fun. So for me, it all starts with the breath because it's like that's the core level. This is why I don't necessarily like positive thinking because it doesn't go deep enough. Yeah, totally yeah mm -hmm. um so i will just make myself get up it's like the first thing is like three two one go or five four three two one go yeah. because it's like almost like when you're at the start of a race line you just hear that number and you kind of makes yourself yeah. go so you yeah. first of all is bring awareness to it just like okay i'm in a bad mood I and then the second step is acceptance so you're like okay i've realized i'm in a bad mood i kind of got caught away with my feelings now but i've just brought attention to it cool now I'm going to accept the state that I'm in. And just by accepting that state immediately gives it less charge. Mm -hmm. And do you journal it. or anything to like kind of get what's in your head onto paper and get it out? Depends. If it's in the morning, absolutely. Like I kind of schedule journaling the time or if it's in the evening. But it's, let's say I'm in a situation where I don't have a journal with me or something like that. So first it will be uh, bring awareness to it. Then it will be acceptance. And then I'll, then I'll start breathing to change my state. So like the mind follows the body. So if I'm feeling really tired, I'll do some energizing breaths and I'll get up and move and stuff like that. And then I'll start breathe like breathing like a bit yeah. more fast and stuff like that. But if I'm feeling like a bit down or something like that, I'll start doing some calming breaths and just change my state like that way. Because like I said, you change the way you breathe, change the way you feel, changes the way you think. And it's literally mm -hmm. that simple. I love That's it. And it's I do love it. 
becoming like familiar with what works for you too. Like I'm sure you've trialed in there shit tons of things. And like, that's what I always did. Like when I was kind of on this growth journey, I would see what other people do, but try it for myself. Okay. How does this feel to me? Yes. No, try something else. Like just like literally trial and error until you find what works for you. And then, like you said, that awareness to actually be able to implement it. Yeah. Very true. It's like, that's one good thing to mention is when you start following people and following people's advice, it's like very normal to follow people to the letter. But sometimes certain stuff doesn't resonate with certain people. Mm. I found like I was always trying to come up with an eating routine. And I was just like, try, like doing like 20 minutes of breath work and like journaling and all this different stuff. And I was just like, actually, like, I just don't want to do that stuff in the evening. Mm-hmm. I, I have a shower and I brush my teeth and I put on, uh, I put my phone on airplane mode and I put an eye mask on. And I maybe just have a little five minutes of breathing or something like very easy. That's it. It's mm-hmm. not complicated, but like mm-hmm. I, I find I can, my morning routine can be up to like two hours because yeah. I like doing it. That's like mine too. Not sure. But yeah. in the evening, I just don't want to do anything. That's, and that's, you know, that's fine. So, yeah. but some people love doing that stuff. So it's just like experiment, like you said, and try different things. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So if you could give one last piece of advice to absolutely anybody that is feeling like they're kind of in this place where they're unfulfilled, they know that there's, more out there for them, but they're not quite sure, like they're a little bit unsure right now, what would your biggest piece of advice be for them? Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My biggest piece of advice to them would be like, find a way to get out of your own head. Because you can't change the mind from the point of the conscious mind. So you just like, whatever your thing is, whether it's- Do you wanna say that again? Because that's like so powerful. You cannot change the mind from the point of the conscious mind. So you need yeah. to you need to get outside of your own head in order to have realizations, experiences. And like there are many, many different ways to do this, not just breath work. Mm-hmm. There's plant medicines, there's breath work, there's like regular meditation, there's like yoga, there's you know, there's yeah. so many different things that you can use. Uh, in my opinion, this stuff is more effective. Uh, depends what resonates with you and what you're ready for. Mm-hmm. as well but like absolutely just like dig deep have that courage and just know that there is that thing for you mm-hmm. and the more you heal the easier the things uh, the clearer things are going to become yeah so the more like the most important thing that anyone can do right now is that like you, just, you know you're talking about that time in the morning that's the most important thing for anyone yeah i don't give a shit if like you've got a business or you, you want to work out like all that kind of just like that time that whatever you do in the morning, having a mindful practice, maybe working out as well, maybe journaling, maybe doing affirmations, whatever it is you're doing, Mm -hmm. that is the most important part of the day. Yeah. Cause that will trickle out and filter into everything. Mm -hmm. And you hear excuses too from people because they're like, Oh, well you work for yourself. So like you can, you can make your own schedule. It's like, what time do you get up in the morning, Joe? uh six to seven normally see it's still early right and like for me yeah. like i get up like six thirty. it's like just because you're an entrepreneur like we started when when we still had other jobs too i know for me like with network marketing like i started my business while working another full-time job and it's like everybody has time in their morning you just have to go to bed earlier and get up earlier it's that simple you can choose to make that whatever you want to make it it doesn't have to be two hours like we do but like, even if it's just an hour, right? You just kind of adjust to what works. Yeah. And like, yeah, you can, 
even if it's like you don't like what i do is i have like my my morning my ideal morning routine i like mm -hmm. to get up early i normally start work at like nine ish so if i'm up at seven then then i'll get everything done mm -hmm. but um like you can have 10 minutes and it can still be productive so yeah. what i'll do is like the, the, if something happens there's like my two hour routine there's my hour one there's my 30 minute one and there's my 10 minute one so and like you decide like which one you're going to do. And then as long as you do that one thing, it's a success and it's just mm -hmm. a mindset. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, everyone can make it. Like I started an e-commerce clothing store when I was working on the yacht and I was not had a day off. And I was like taking like a half an hour break in the afternoon. I'd like have to hotspot my phone because we'd be on anchor in the ocean. Yeah. Like sometimes I had to take like the little speedboat and I'd like drive to land and find a cafe in like Greece or somewhere. And then I'd like do like 30 minutes, like dying with tiredness, like boiling yeah. hot, like in my chef whites, like in some, like trying to find Wi-Fi in some tiny town in yeah. the Mediterranean. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I could go on and like check my st like in like inventory and like all this kind of stuff and like reply to customers. And then I'd like go back to the boat and like start making dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, it's not pretty. <laughs> it's, it's not pretty, but, but this is the thing. If you start a business, if you take the action now, like even your free time, you can just do whatever you can like here and there. Yeah. And when it comes to it, you'll have, would have made so much more progress. Exactly. And it's all going to pay off. All the work you put in now is always going to pay off. Exactly. Even if it's like, doesn't work out with that particular thing, you'll learn so much from it. Mm -hmm. Like, and then when it comes, when you finally find that thing, like when it comes around to it, we're like, Oh, well, I know how to do that. Like, Oh, cool. I already, already learned that thing. You know, like right now I'm building a, a landing page. And I was, my, my coach told me to do it. And I was like, oh, I bought like a course on like click funnels like four years ago that I never used. And I was like, what a huge waste of money at the time. But now I've done that so many times and I've ended up using them. It's like, you have this vision yeah. for yourself, but yeah. it's just not ready to manifest yet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, cool. I know how to do it easily. So that's going to save yeah. a, a huge bunch of time. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on here with us today. Like your story is so inspiring. And I think like, the biggest thing that I'm taking out of this is just like, like you said in the beginning, like just start, just go forward with like what's on your heart at the time and then just keep progressing from there. Cause like you, like you started on the, on the yachts and then you like went and did some other stuff like in the bar and just like industries. And then you kind of like did some online stuff, like you dabbled in a few things and then you just kind of go through life and you just, just keep doing the best you can and look where it's, Look where it's taken you now and it's only going to be like, this is just the beginning of your like, of your endeavors. Cause like the coolest thing with entrepreneurism is that you can create that income that's going to give you a massive epic income so that you're able to contribute and give back. And I know that we've chatted about that a little bit before, but you've got some pretty big things that you want to achieve with your money. And when a lot of money gets into the hands of good people, that's how the world changes. So thank exactly. you for being one of those people that have that, crazy ambition in your soul and you're like being bold enough to pursue it. And I know that uh, you are definitely going to create some epic change in the world. And thank you already you. are. Yeah. Uh, and likewise, thank you so much for, for having me on. Uh, lots of love. You're an amazing, amazing person. Uh, can't wait to reconnect soon. Yes, we definitely will. So thank you everybody for listening to this episode. You guys are all incredible. And just remember, like, just go out there, be vulnerable be your authentic self. It, it's totally safe to open up your heart. It's totally safe to open up your mind and just be curious and, and keep moving forward day by day. And I know I can speak for Joe, but we both believe in you guys so much. And um, we can't wait to see like what everybody gets up to.
So have the best day. <laughs> and we will see you guys on the next episode.